This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you time and date terminal and gate we want to send you off in style we want to welcome you back home tell us all about it were you scared or was it fine Malhorn. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? I just got in the car. <laughs> I'm Karen Kilgariff. And I'm Chris Fairbanks. I have just been picked up. Tim Gunn, Tim Gunn, Tim, Tim Gunn, Tim, was Tim Gunn. Gunn. That was Tim That Gunn. was real Tim Gunn? That was the real Tim Gunn we just drove by. Wow, that really was. There's no mistaking. Oh my God, that, that is such good luck. You know that's good luck. Every time, I mean, I get used to seeing celebrities, but not as I'm driving through. Not to where I could almost run over them with the car. And also, he's such a good celebrity. Like, that's a quality person. Don't you think? Yeah, I think, I think, um, I like what he does. I'm just checking the, uh, everything looks. Does it look all right? It looks fantastic. God, it's really, it's really hard. I tried to start myself by myself yes and literally after 15 seconds i wanted to bail so bad oh really to talk by yourself i don't know how people do it the time i did it because i did do one yeah episode somewhere around 10 yeah and i yeah i felt like i was a crazy person it felt self-indulgent and i felt like i was blurting things and I got in trouble with the girlfriend at the time and my sister with some of the oh, things right. I said. For some of the blurts. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, not my sister. She didn't. No, but anyway, yeah. some people were mad at me. Well, uh, you were very funny, though. That's what I was thinking of the whole time. I was like, yeah, you got to... If you're going to do this, you have to at least bring bring what Fairbanks brought. And literally, the second I started, I was like, I'm not even saying anything and my face got all hot, and then I just started talking about all the news stories that scared me. And I was like, why the fuck would anybody want to listen to this? It's great. That's what you... Th- it's, <laughs> turns out, I bet if you listened to it, you would have loved it. Uh-uh. I was having a great time watching, because we've talked about this at the airport, watching everyone get into cars and embrace the people, their yeah. loved ones. I was really enjoying it. Yeah. And it's- I had a very fun 
time bonding with comedians at the Big Sky Comedy Festival. Oh, good. It was I a almost good one? didn't want to go because, you know, it's a contest and I didn't know a lot of the comics. I knew a couple and I was excited to hang out with them, but I, I didn't want to pay for a flight and all that. But it was, it was really fun. Oh, that's awesome. And we awesome. had a- activities in uh, Billings, Montana is also beautiful, not just Missoula, Montana, because I thought, well, they don't have Rocky Mountains. They don't have the mountain ranges. You thought Billings was the shithole that that couldn't compete with well, Missoula. It's very conservative. There's got we got some Duck Dynasty Palin types. Oh yeah. But we have those in Missoula too. So. We have them in LA too. Yes, they're everywhere. Um, but in in Billings, sometimes they'll be like the mayor or something. <laughs> Uh, they'll be the voice you know, of reason. They'll be the, the voice of your morning radio. <laughs> uh, just spitting out the hate. And I did hear some racist stuff. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Best time ever. Can't Loved solve it. it all in one comedy festival weekend. I didn't win, but I got third, which is cool because... Uh, oh, that's great. The guy that won was great, though. He was named Tommy Pope. I'd never met him or heard of him. And he's from where? Um, New York. And what? why did you think he was great? He was just good at stand-up mm-hmm. and told stories about things that had happened that week, opened and closed with those stories. Shit. And I was like, wow, I I would not have taken that risk at the finals of a contest. And he killed with those stories and just likable. And then a guy named Tony Baker got second. He's a comic I've heard of that I otherwise wouldn't be doing the same shows, uh, you know, with, so... Not it was on the cool. same circuit as? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, it was a lot of different comics. And uh, I had fun with Patrick Keene. He makes me laugh. He's hilarious. We just had a great time. So, yay to the Big Sky Comedy Festival. That's great. Because you were telling me about, you were worried that there were activities this way? Yeah. Yes. And some of them I just didn't go. I shot guns. And I... I've never really shot... I think once in the woods, I shot a rifle that was not that... Like a twenty two, and shot some clay... Like, discs that you fling in the air. And that was kind of cool, because you're shooting a thing. Sure. And you're in a field. But going into a shooting range with a bunch of comics that were nervous to hold handguns... <laughs> uh, I think that everyone in there... There was something about a comedic mind not liking guns... Everyone was like, I don't like how this feels. Like, I people talk about shooting guns and the, there's power, or it, and I'm like, eh, I don't, maybe I guess, I guess I'm not above it. Maybe I would like it. I did not like it. Yeah. I didn't like how it felt. And as you shoot it, it clearly uh, would kill somebody. Yeah. The guns are with a little, the bullet. I know I'm, it's, uh, it sounds dumb that I'm even saying something so obvious, but they really are powerful and scary. Yes. And loud. And I thought, I really thought at any point I'd lose control of my body and just turn and shoot a comedian. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> God just, forbid. Oh, I can't control my arm. I guess I'm shooting Jackie <laughs> Fabulous. Uh, it was delightful. I would never shoot her. I'm just saying. Well, that's the thing. There's so much risk involved. It's like the idea that people think this is this is what's going to make me feel safe is is just such a lie. It is. That people are telling themselves because there's nothing less safe. The most horrifying thing in thinking about it was what if I 
shot somebody. And that's what they're for. Yeah. So don't have one if that's your fear. Yes, for sure. Even if someone... Uh, I'd have to... Someone would have to be doing something crazy. And I'd have to be so sure. It did actually made me uh, respect cops a little bit because it would be so horrifying to have the right to, or the ability to be able to do that. I just wouldn't ever... I would If I was a cop, I'd get shot right away because I wouldn't draw my gun. <laughs> well, he doesn't look that quick. Let's listen to reason. Well, he is pointing at me. That's He's, my last thought. He just screamed he wants to kill you. So, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, but, it's I mean, not really a question mark. Uh, this is a dangerous weapon I'm holding, though. I mean... <laughs> So uh, is his machete. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If he had a machete, I wouldn't shoot a guy. Well, so then, he has a machete. I think that's Beat him thing. up with a bat. Cops are either really good or really bad because it, that kind of power corrupts you. Or it either corrupts you or it makes you respect life and people and right, right. things. I think I think it, it goes one way or the other. Yeah. Probably. I was just really confronted by it. I did not... Uh, did not want to ever uh, shoot somebody. Anyway, but uh, the shows were fun, and uh, what did you do? Um, I haven't done much. I helped uh, work on Kurt Brownler's. He he's did his talk show pilot. Oh, okay. For Comedy Central, and I wrote a couple jokes for that, and just basically kind of just hung out with my friends because it was all my friends that were working on it. Terrific. So I just went and pitched in and uh, that's about it. That sounds great. Was it, do you think it was a good pilot pitch? I think it's going to be great. I, it's like um, the, the the Daily Show but for odd news. Oh, okay. And I just think that he's if, like for someone to play a fake newscaster, he's such a good person to play yeah, that yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, he is good. Um, and he's super funny and, and we wrote some pretty hilarious stuff. They wrote a ton of great stuff. So I think it should be good. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Send me a copy. I'll give my judgment. <laughs> we'll just see. Have you ever been as hungry as I am right now? Never. Probably ever. I am the hungriest. Where should I we go? Just, I... The bowling alley? Oh. oh. It says restaurant. I kind of do want to go to the bowling alley. <laughs> but we don't have to have eating be part of our thing. Okay. We could. I mean, we What if we wait. had a bowling podcast and it was so loud? And we, yeah, we did. We had to do it down by the pins, <laughs> where that noise was just the worst. Just, it was just more for people who had a fetish about listening to bowling. <laughs> it is, you know what? I wouldn't say fetish. It doesn't induce boners, but I do like the sound of bowling. It's comforting. Um, I do too. Yeah, I love bowling. It is really nice. It's like, uh, it's almost like the ocean. Like it just, it the sound keeps coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, until the until the ocean doesn't close at twelve a.m. No, no. Well, that's as far as we I'm have. just. I thought you made a comparison. I thought I'd show how the ocean and a bowling alley are kind of different. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I feel like we're not an arguing podcast, but that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I bet you there are. If we're going to argue with each other, I bet you there are people that get boners from bowling sound. <laughs> None. Yes. I I think that that would be uh, it would have to you they would have to imagine a visual, just the audio alone would not induce. But and uh, I you know what listeners I'm, prove us right or wrong. If you have footage of <laughs> footage of you listening to only the audio, 
of bowling and yeah, you do develop an erection. Yeah, not watching hot, hot bowlers, right. but only audio. Please, yes, uh, we all know the professional athletes of all types, including bowlers. <laughs> good, we're not saying conjure them, just the audio. Film yourself with a boner listening to it, and we will send you a t- we, are, we have to make t-shirts. Pretty I'm going to work gonna on that. We're going to have t-shirts. What are our t-shirts? I owe you for a t-shirt. 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 Oh, shoot. Oh, if you uh, send your boner pics. Um, Please don't send your boner pics. Yeah, we don't want those. But what if our t-shirt is of... Uh, in the bowling back, in the background bowling, and then the foreground a big boner. That Let, would be just great. think if something that would be. What fun about for a you bowling boner? I was going to do a t-shirt <laughs> of a slice of pizza with sunglasses surfing, but, uh, but a boner bowling. Bo- a boner. Let's a, go boner bowling. <laughs> oh yeah, people bowling down boners. Mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, there's Speaking all these Speaking of gutter games. balls, there hasn't this... We've kind <laughs> of gone this that... been the worst uh, episode ever? <laughs> no. Um, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. I, anyway, I apologize. I just think that because I have the ability to make boners, that I, my opinion, I accept that you think that some people do get them from bowling. End of argument. I just believe... Let's be friends again. I Okay. Yeah, this is a good plan. Mm-hmm. Because I just believe that anything can give people boy and girl boners. Yes. It's just am- an amazing array of things that people... Uh, senses. Like. Yes. Just different senses that you can tap into. <laughs> For some, it's audio... For, uh, for none, it's this podcast thus far. <laughs> I find that it's, you know, we've had some homers. Yeah, oh Let's yeah. just uh, review some of the best stuff. The Adomian episode. The oh, yeah. Todd Berry episode. The, sure. the Huntsberger episode. He's, Those are great. One. Stop listening to this one right now. <laughs> we have please nothing to offer. Refer to one of those. Leave wherever you are. Just run into the street and away from your own ears. Take this one, throw it against the wall, and pick up the Todd Glass episode, and then go to iTunes and write us. Well, let's go straight ahead and we'll go to that swingers diner. Oh, okay. I do enjoy it there. Good, good, good. At which point we can. They, not all of our podcasts, Karen, have to be a full hour. Thank God. Right? There's some somebody... I like to immediately picture someone sitting at work, and this is the podcast that gets them through their day, and they just start crying because it's not going to be a full right. hour. And they have just an hour break, <laughs> and it's based on their bosses like, well... Shorter podcast, shorter break. Get back to work with your little fingers. It's state law. <laughs> it's state, <laughs> podcast state law points to a sign made of crayon. <laughs> um, That's because they work in a crayon factory. Yeah, exactly. Some of the- if you work at a crayon factory with with an angry slave driver of a boss who only lets you have breaks as long as a podcast lasts, and you listen to our podcast, I apologize that you're not. Get in your full hour. Yeah, we're really sorry to you for all the reasons that Chris. Hey, came. and I haven't even mentioned. I just now noticed we don't have a guest. I know. <laughs> you're the guest because you're the, the comedian okay. that was on the road. Don't Wait, it's gonna you? have to. It's gonna look. We I, usually it says uh, the name of our podcast, and then there's a colon, and then a name. But I'll. Ju- I guess I'll just say my name. Yeah, let's put your name, and then here I'll start asking you a real guesty question. Okay, um, shoot. I, what? Let's do a highlights, lowlights of like your favorite moment from the 
a comedy festival. Mm-hmm. Like just a, a drunken picture that you took with your mind and it's still in there. Or or a, la- a, a moment where some hilarious laughter kicked up because a great... My... Fa- okay. I was, okay. I was trying to talk you into it <laughs> I, you while did, you were thinking. But I interrupted because I was already sold. <laughs> uh, stop talking right now because I'm on board. Stop spreading the news. <laughs> I'm leaving right now. Today. I uh, I went. I think the best times were in the van, just riffing with comics. I forgot how much fun, <laughs> and it helped reinforce that our podcast is genius. Because every time we were in that van, every one of the comics was like, "God, this should be the show." Yeah. And I'm I'm like, that is my show. <laughs> that because, was my idea. Yeah, and uh, so it was. I I'm trying to think of a specific moment. Well, I get what you mean. Those are those moments where it's it's all kind of strung together, but then someone thinks of the best, right? It's that kind of thing where, like, funny, 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 oh, my God, they took it to a different place. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, I'm trying to think of, well, I do recall Patrick Keene, we were driving, and he, he saw something. He just saw the way a storefront was laid out, and he said, oh, my God, look at the windows on that, and I'm, and I said, yeah, they were weird windows. Also, lower your goddamn voice. <laughs> and everyone, we all laughed so hard, and it feels good to make a bunch of comedians laugh. Yes. And I find that in a car, making people laugh is my comfort zone more so than on stage, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. But if that contest that we had was judged in the car, I would have taken the $3,000 home. Was it $3,000? Yeah. Where'd they get that money? I don't know. I th- it was a lot of um, local sponsoring. Like, they we had activity, you know, horseback riding, which didn't... The guy actually showed up with a gun and said, get off my property. That's wow. maybe... What? I wasn't there for that. I had had... And that's I, not your highlight? No, because I, I, I wasn't part of that. I wasn't in that group. Um, and, but, yeah, he's... And then he peeled off and kicked gravel on all the comedians. Yes. Like, uh, so apparently the guy's son was the one that said, yeah, you can come ride horses. And they forgot to check back with him. I don't know. Oh, dad. Uh, gun- shooting guns was not my favorite thing. Although I I needed to do that and I needed to know that I, so I can have uh, more opinions about that when I talk to people. Sure. Uh, yeah, like, it's good. Sometimes it's good to have negative experiences yeah. just so you know what you don't like. I def I don't know. I, I, I just absolutely didn't like the way it felt and it looked uh, made me the gun was so powerful I could taste metal in my mouth <laughs> and my elbow is sore from Jesus. holding a handgun and shooting it what was it a fucking musket they what? had some that were like crazy like a handgun that shoots shotgun shells and it was so loud and powerful that I'm like I'm not gonna I am scared of it and I do not want even I don't want to hold it uh, I was jumping just cause and then when I held I held the gun. I heard all the comics there watching through the window behind me, all laughing because of how much my hand was shaking. Oh. They all were laughing at me, and I'm like, but I... And then uh, there's, like, this little firecracker girl that was... She was terrific, Leah, and she picked up the assault rifle and just shot it, like, a totally... I guess she was in the military at some point. And then I come... I have my little gun, and I'm, like, quivering in the wind. Oh. Wait, was the firecracker girl a comic? Uh, 
Yes. Oh, yes, okay. she was indeed. It wasn't just some. Gal. No, no, I can't remember her last name, but I liked her a lot, and I wish I could remember her name. But it was Leah, and she was terrific. You'll remember something. And uh, yeah, those that was the highlights and lowlights <laughs> of Big Sky Comedy 2014. Woo! Guns are scary. Sponsored by Guns Being Scary. <laughs> um, what is your next generic interview? Why is that oh. person like? That uh, is a curious resting place. Yeah, there has been a, a lot of... Uh, a curb always is. I've seen... Yeah, just back right out and yeah. get a get a longer tram. Oh, I do crazy. not like... I hope they are having fun on their vacation, but the driver <laughs> of that luxurious <laughs> retirement vehicle really needs just, to mind his back bumper. He was just backing it out onto Lincoln like it was anybody's game. Now, um, and if there was a cartoon of like a silhouette of a guy sleeping in the street from the 50s, like a cartoon version, yeah. maybe offensive uh, cartoon of a homeless guy, an insensitive one, yeah. that would have been the guy. Well, you know, he was hunched he was, over. He was on the curb. On he the wasn't curb. like back against a wall, like relaxing. It was like he was on the curb yeah. crying about his high school girlfriend. Right. There was and, extra tragedy. And high school was so long ago for him. Oh, my God. So it's more to cry about. Yeah. Like he misses it. He wants to go back. He's had no high school girlfriend since. Or girls his more appropriate age. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have noticed being out here on the west side, mm-hmm. uh, lots of wandering uh, wanderers. Uh, like when I stopped by your apartment there was a girl that was walking no shoes couldn't tell how she looked like she could be 58 or uh-huh. 12 sure um hippie-ish clearly on a lot of drugs uh and she was where well, i just stayed in my car and waited for her to wander by so i didn't have to have a weird experience with her and then i saw like four more people like that on my way to to drive to the airport Wow. I don't know if it's just the evening or if it's is it the, the neighborhood. Is or there what? a certain type of moon out that gives everyone moon fever? It's leftover blood moon residuals. Oh, leftover moon platelets. <laughs> <laughs> Residual moon splatter. <laughs> Maybe they have uh, some uh, kind of a moon hemophilia. I got to get a good read on this moon blood splatter. <laughs> Blood moon splatter. Oh, there's some on the ceiling. That means the gun was facing downward. Don't tell me my job. I'm the blood splatter technician on this precinct. Moon. In this, yes. <laughs> and scene. Uh, blood Thank moon God. cops. Episode <laughs> one. Never to have an episode two. Um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what other. Uh, there was just so many memories, so many enjoyable things. Um, I, I saw your picture of you posing at the uh, gun place. Yeah, that, that was, was kind of, on Twitter. I, I should have made took taken more photos. Um, it's I, always fun. Oh, sorry to yawn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of your talking. Oh, it's doing great. Is it still yeah, there? Yeah, okay, good. I, uh, it's a real. So debacle. if we take a right here on Broadway, we can go behind the Swingers establishment. Oh, nice. And there are parking spaces there that a lot of people don't know about. And hopefully they don't. They've already turned off this episode, so they do not know <laughs> my little secret. Uh, the one thing about this, uh, there's a few things that made this great. They made us stay In here? with roommates, yes, uh, which wasn't the best, but right. you did end up bonding with them. You couldn't get away from everyone. And if I'm, and then back mm-hmm. here, and if I am 
uh, you know, tired of being around people, or I, I think I'm someone that's gotten too used to being lonely. Yeah. And most people, um, you know, they are forced at a job or something to have to be around people. And this forced all of us comics to be around throughout the day. We woke up, every meal was taken care of. Uh, Lucas Seeley, the guy that put the thing together, his parents own a restaurant. She's an amazing cook. She, she made us meals, and we would have, like, an event. And then we go, we went to the go-kart place, and the food was taken there, and so we ate at the go-kart place. Things like, that was really cool. And then industry, there was, in, there are really industry people at, like, Bridgetown or these other fun festivals that are really great and if they are they disappear after the show they don't at this they were kind of forced to hang out with us and we became friends with like you know these nice casting people and Aaron from the improv and or from levity and um some comedy central folks were there he invited all this industry and they they just actually were, came and they totally came and had fun and hung out and that's awesome and judged the contest you know there's like 12 industry judges that he got to fly to montana well i mean at the end of the day they want to like have fun and hang out yeah. too I they're mean, humans yeah. it turns out <laughs> and you know they probably if they're in the comedy realm then mm -hmm. it's because they love it and they're truly fans so they want to be like participating mm -hmm. it's so easy to see those people as like either the enemy or something to like aspire up to but the right. truth of it is everybody just wants people are just trying to find the person that's going to make them money it's not like personal or right it shouldn't be elitist or whatever it's just kind of like yeah let's all let's make something that you will be a reliable resource within right yeah and they did we they did give some like industry panels and we listened to them and uh, too many times i was afraid <laughs> they did bring up uh you know being able to see if someone will make money or put uh butts in seats or be, it's marketable and something and i'm like oh i bet i'm not that person oh well oh that's not uh, true what? No, it isn't true. You... That's just a stinking thinking that I have going on in my own dumb little noodle. Yeah, let's get rid of that stinking thinking. Yeah, knocking little little negativity knocking around, and I want to kick it out my ear hole. We've already talked about your wonderful retro 30s hair. Yes. I mean, there's several oh, shows I mean, you now can work on. Oh, my God. Yeah, now I it's look... from the 70s. <laughs> yeah, now I look... My hair grew over the weekend. <laughs> Maybe it's that mountain air. <laughs> you know, it's better than... Uh, yawning in the mic is burping mid-word. <laughs> I'm not going to let that one slide. <laughs> you got to call that shit out. Oh, you know what, Karen? I'm so hungry. Wait, let, before we go, let, please name your best friend from the from the festival. Who's your best friend? I really, well, on the way home, I became very good friends with uh, Tony Baker. He's a terrific comedian. I knew him from Last Comic Standing, but I never... See him, I think he's probably on the road or at the comedy store all the time, but um he's a he's a sweet guy and um super funny. And I went into it uh really liking Patrick Keane a lot and I even more so now. He just has he had the best uh bits off stage that all the comics just thought he was the best. He was um was it your night or Henry Phillips' night that he did when I did it? Do you remember? Uh I do not. At, at the improv? I 
do not remember. We all did a show together. Oh, he was so funny, and I'd never seen him before. And it was like, I just love that's Just the- his whole, yeah, all of his throwaway. You guys, I got to get out of here. I got to wake up late tomorrow. But I, um, <laughs> and he didn't do this joke, but it, another Patrick Keene joke is, uh, hey, uh, just got my headshots back, and it looks like I'm going to be a writer. <laughs> it's like the best joke ever. He had so many great bits, and, uh, the one thing I didn't like about the festival that uh, if I can allow them to hear some constructive criticism, a there's little, a little upward feedback, two teams. So each team without seeing each other, we are at different venues. So we only saw the finalists from the other team. I didn't see, uh, you know, like eight of the comics that oh, were in oh. this thing. How many comics were there? Did you say? I think total there's 26 in oh. the contest. And then, uh, there's, you know, top three. Hey. 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 I was at a big theater. Hey. Hey. Top three. Ah. But I had a good I time. Knew, I knew you would. I knew you would be a finalist for sure. I, I was hoping I had won. on the gold. But I, uh, you know, the guy that won, it totally made sense. The guy that got second, totally made sense. They were great. So, and I was extra quirky and silly, but... <laughs> And I know that the judges like me, but I think the crowd was like, oh, he's a, he's really a weird little bird, isn't he? <laughs> like, I didn't quite, you know, relate to the audience. And I could have done things to have done that better. So it was a learning experience for me. I'm going to write some more relationship bits. Uh, i got to have the relationship bits happen to me first, or I'll make them up. I'll lie. <laughs> I'll just write them. No, they'll know if you lie. The audience always knows. You're right. When you're being insincere, they can smell it on you. They can you. smell it like a stink. <laughs> but that would be funny to just start writing like your ex-wife jokes or something. Yeah. Shit that has nothing to do with you whatsoever. Yeah, that's what that's what uh, Andy Kindler was saying. Like, I, I, I wish I had the uh, my ex-wife jokes, but I love my wife and I want to stay married to her, so I can't have those jokes. Oh, that's jokes. right. I'm stealing from our own podcast. No, it's quite all right. You're stealing from a person that was on our podcast. I'm it's just different and an, worse. I'm stealing an idea from Andy, and I'm giving it to you like a gift. You know what I'm going to steal from Andy? Is uh, the joke that he came up with. Oh, it's probably a joke of his. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, no, we were workshopping it where he goes, uh, uh, People in the movie industry come to my shows to record room tone. Oh, yeah. I think that was, yes. I don't know. Maybe I said it wrong. He said directors <laughs> and producers come to my. I'm yeah, like, he said it wrong. Yeah, we were like, producers? I think Have you ever been on a set? If I'm going to do a low light of this show, it would mm-hmm. be when we started talking about other episodes <laughs> during this episode. I know. It's a real. And, and not even fondly. We're talking shit about <laughs> Past episodes that were better. I'm stealing ideas. I'm forgetting things and then stealing them to tell you about them as if you weren't there. For I don't them. care. I'm glad we did this because one, we we have not skipped a Monday yet or an yes, episode this yet. This is all in the we effort of not to, skipping. We can't. We don't want to miss. We. This is for you, you people. If you've listened thus far, our mission statement every Monday, well, not it's, originally it was on Fridays, but we realized you maybe want to have it at the beginning of the week, so we changed it. Plus, it gives us the weekend to record. Yep. Every every week we want to have an episode. Our, our Even if it kills us. It will kill us. It, if um, we get in a wreck or something. It's going to be very forced and difficult. Uh, shoving and it down we'll your throat. tell you about it. Aggressively. And w- like a lot of gastrointestinal issues the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> you really did that. Just, in, just immediately. The, the, the all-time low You must have been so good at improv, though, because you didn't even hesitate. I didn't want to do it. I only made that noise out of yes-anding you. <laughs> I knew it was a horrible idea. I didn't know why you even said gastrointestinal issues. Because I'm forcing it, too. That's what we're oh, doing. Oh, it gives you the farts to but force it. That's the theme, is forcing <laughs> forcing it. Oh, uh, just real quick before we go, I saw skin. your apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I had to pick up the apartment. Is it? Is it? What do you think of it? Well, I noticed there was a lot of leather. There was a lot of. There was a big leather couch <laughs> and a big leather chair. Hey, Daddy likes his leather. I'm a bit of a leather daddy. <laughs> there was, but it's very nice. It's like it's like small, but like it's very cozy. It's a beach bungalow. Yes, it really yes. is. And as I was walking up. Because you gave me all those directions of how to find the key and uh-huh. all those different things that were hidden. And I was like, great. This will n- I'll never find it. Uh-huh. Here comes Nate Craig walking up, just swam in the ocean. He was, does that nightly. He's coming back. That's crazy. He, but he swims in the ocean and then he walks uh, back to our place in the center of the street, dripping wet with a look of determination on his face <laughs> that could be misread, I think, as a murderer. <laughs> He ha- you know I've he seen him walking peak. back. He has a murder. Yeah, widow's yeah. Peak. It's that widow's peak. The kid from the monsters. <laughs> uh, I believe uh, Robert Blake. That widow's peak means you. Uh, well, it doesn't mean anything. It some. It often means that you're uh, like a heartthrob from the fifties. He's a That's he's a handsome he guy. Like. He looks he's a handsome like guy. Um, a fifties. Uh, you know. Better than Tony Curtis. He's, he's an actor, of- too. He, we got to get my roommate, Nate Craig, in the movies. Nate Craig. Nate, Nate Craig. Nate can Craig. Do it. Um, well, maybe, you know, he's spending all his goddamn time in the ocean. He yes, should be he- out auditioning late on a what? Sunday. Hold on. I've got a pitch for you. <laughs> late Sunday night auditions. Here's the pitch. Splash mm-hmm. 2. This time it's a guy. Uh, the Madison's, Madison's um, son. He's a okay. Yeah, he's a merman, and uh-huh. he come. He washes up onto the sure. shore, um, Santa Monica, and walks up the street. Um, he's Daryl Hannah's son. He's Daryl Madi- Hannah's okay. son. I or, can't believe you, know, you remembered her name was Madison, but keep going. I love. It's a great film. It's a great and movie. And they named her after the street. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> remember, she made all the that really high pitched noise and all yes, the TVs yes, yes. broke. I yeah. mean, this <laughs> she is ate the lobster kind of stuff. with the shell on it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like it was so similar to the Pretty Woman lobster scene, and yet totally different. <laughs> yeah, more um, comedic, more comedic. So that's what we'll do. We will write Splash Two for Nate Craig. Yeah, I want. I want. I do want to do a merman video with him because he loves the ocean so damn much he's already he's already done the research you know what he should be the foul-mouthed merman so you know how like usually and <laughs> then when the people have mermaid fantasies it's like ooh, they come up and they they try to lure you onto the rocks or their whatever the siren song but instead he pops up and it's like a merman and he has a puka shell necklace and everyone's all excited and he's like get the fuck out of here <laughs> stuff like that get out of my waves hey did you put this oil over here or he's like the merman from yeah, i wonder Jersey. which of us belongs here huh i have a fish lower body and you have legs get the fuck off my waves sharks attack yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh you're right he you should like that go, idea? he should totally be able like yes. to get shark Mate, I think uh, there they, we should turn this to a drama because that's some intense shit. If you could, if you could summon sharks and wield them as a weapon, 
<laughs> It'll start out as Splash, and people will be like, oh, this is great. It's a romantic romp comedy. What's He's gonna... he going to do with Lobster? This is going to be yeah, hilarious. Yeah. And then f- shark attack. In, yeah. Like, commanded shark attack on children. That's yeah, what it yeah. should be, uh, really little children. So dramatic, so yeah. dramatic. Like I don't, a bunch of children. I don't know that it should be children. I yeah, think like it a swimming school. It's consenting like a, um, adults. Swim, or the, or adults that were like, yes, I'd like to be killed by a shark. Six children that are water skiing. Oh, that's just terrible. You've made a depressing film. <laughs> I don't care. That's, I'm an auteur, and this is my art. All like, right. I had to make it, because well, that's what's inside me. Hey, express yourself. <laughs> Come on, girls! <laughs> Do you love? I got something to say about it. Hey, guys. I, have you listened to a Madonna song like she was the worst singer? Oh, what? she could Is. not sing. She can't sing still. The, no, she's. I yeah, do like her. I do appreciate her. I don't. I don't want to take away her diva status. It's almost more credit to her because she is like the number one pop she singer overcame. of all time, yeah. and she's one of the worst singers. But the reason I love that because I was a total Madonna. I was. 11 when like lucky, early on lucky star so came out i was there for the beginning mm-hmm. prima donna <laughs> and, and uh the re i loved her because i could sing like her because it was like you're a theme lucky star and oh, it was like the kid. most yeah yeah it was like yeah as a 12 year old girl you're like yes this is how i really feel like kind of yeah. whiny yeah and like you don't want to you don't want to sing a pretty song to like lure a boy to you. It's no. like you're trying to complain to him. Yeah, you want to keep it above your diaphragm too. Yeah, just up just in the right in the, in the nose, nasal, nasal nasal singing. Yep. Speaking of uh, bull hot bowls of porridge, <laughs> I will murder um, somebody if I do not have food soon. Let's go get it. I'm gonna get some food. Thank you for picking me up. Oh, my pleasure. It was fun. It's good to see you and. Uh, and then I'll see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Listen. To, and- this is Do You Need a Ride? You've been listening to DYN AR. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and send you off in style we want to welcome you back home tell us all about it were you scared or was it fine mouth horn Uh, with Karen and Chris.